0: You are listening to Pharmacy IT and Me, your Informatics Pharmacist Podcast. Hey everyone, this is Tony Gao, and welcome to another episode of Pharmacy IT and Me. As with every episode, we started this one saying that the intended audience for this episode are those interested in project implementations. So last week, we talked about rapid prototyping, and before that, we also went over the waterfall model. And these are both related to the systems development life cycle. This week, I wanted to talk about another model that's used in SDLCs. And today we'll be speaking about the object-oriented systems development, or abbreviated as OOSD. And again, this is just a very high-level overview. There is further details if you're really interested. I will put some links into the show notes for you to have a further reading. But let's just get into some of the basics today. So just what is object-oriented systems development? The nice thing about these terms is that it lends itself to some level of self-explanatory definitions. So object-oriented means it's focused on the objects. But what are the objects? These are going to be the real-life things like patients, clinics, uh, healthcare professionals, and others, and so on. So the OOSD model blends some of the SDLC with programming, through object-oriented modeling. So the first step is identifying all these real-life entities. And when you do, then your second step is to identify all the exchanges or the interactions that these objects have with each other in the system. And, you know, in addition, the objects themselves have attributes. So that's the very, very basic overview. So going into a little more detail, the object level is actually hierarchically under something called a class a bunch of objects can fall under the same class. And basically, when these objects exist, they inherit some of the properties that are defined at the class level. This means it will allow for less coding, since inheriting from the class level kind of really brings all that attributes and stuff uh, like that in. So there are some programming languages out there that you can actually see this type of class hierarchy available, such as C++ or Java programming. Just in case, you know, if you wanted to look more into some real examples of how class hierarchy is important in programming. So let's go into a more specific example of SDLC using OOSD's approach. So let's say you wanted to create a new solution called the Diabetic Improvement Initiative, and this system is used to manage diabetic care uh, being provided by multi- a multi-clinic organization. In this case, each of the clinics are objects, and these would fall under a larger clinic class. So that class is called a clinic. Uh, So each of those specific clinics are different. they are different objects, but they fall under the clinic class. In addition, the diabetic uh, improvement initiative is an object that falls under a larger class of the different initiatives out there. So initiatives is a class, diabetic improvement initiative is the object. The relationship now between the diabetic improvement initiative and to each one of the clinics under the clinic class would be considered a program relationship. Since it is a clinical program that these clinics individually would provide, and then we have that uh, additional layer, uh, which is called the attributes to the objects. So going back to you know each of these clinic objects, each clinic object would have attributes like you know the patients, the clinic location, the clinic address, and so on. So kind of just to summarize, the uh, the OLSD approach is a very iterative process that goes through the following steps. So first, investigating how OOSD can address business needs and then going into determining user requirements. And then you got to design the system. And after that, you got to program or modify the object modeling of the system. And then you go through implementing it and then you test it. And then based on your testing, maybe you need to do modifications. And after that, you implement it again. And then, you know, you just go through this process of regular reviews and modifications. So as you can see, there's some overlap between the previous SDLC models that we've talked about. But at the end of it, the OOSD, Object Oriented Systems Development, is its own type of model. And again, I've included some links to OOSD for more information if you'd like to check out in further detail. Right. if you like our show, please share with your friends, or you can help us out by writing a review on Apple Podcasts or any of your other favorite podcasting services. You can also check us out on social media on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or LinkedIn. And you can also reach out to me at Tony at PharmacyITME.com. If you want to network, you can check out the Pharmacist Slack group at PharmacistConnect.com, which is and tcom There's different topic channels, including informatics, and I've met some great colleagues on there, and I look forward to connecting with you as well. Thank you again for listening, and I'll see you on the next episode of Pharmacy IT and Me. And remember, technology is a tool, patient care is the goal.